Welcome to the Brand Design Masters podcast, the show dedicated to helping you build the skills you need to design bulletproof brands for yourself, your business, and for the clients and customers you serve. And now, here's Philip. Hey everybody, welcome back. I had a question from a subscriber recently that asked, do you have suggestions for how to structure a branding process with a client? I'm going to give you a high-level overview of all the key stages of a branding project. Why would you need to know this process? Well, if you're a company or a startup engaging with an agency on a project, you need to know what to expect from your agency. You need to know how to evaluate the process that they suggest that you go through on a branding project. And then if you're an agency or creative professional or a freelancer, you're going to have to build projects from scratch with a client And this is going to give you all you need to know, all the major steps that you're going to have to put together in order to engage in a branding project. Now, before I start, I want to let you know that no single branding project is exactly the same. This is going to outline all of the steps, but some of them may only be used for larger companies. Smaller companies may need to do less phases or less stages, but this is going to be a high level overview of the process, the entire process with all the pieces. And for this process example, I've outlined what it would be like for a branding project that ends in a design deliverable, like a logo or a website or a print design. Now, for simplicity, I've broken down the branding project process into five stages with three steps each, except for stage three, which actually has seven steps. Now, let's start with stage one, preparation and engagement. Step one is engagement and scope. And this is when you first start to interact with a client. There's generally two major interactions that happen. Number one is the prospect call, which is where you're actually connecting with the client for the very first time and you're qualifying the lead. You're probably sharing your credentials, doing some sort of a pitch of your capabilities, and you're qualifying them as whether they were going to be a great client or a good fit with you. The second interaction is a discovery call. This is where you dive deeper into the specifics of the business and also what the results are that they're desiring from the project, and you talk a little bit about project scope. This is also your opportunity to upsell, so you could add strategy or competitive audits or research into the project as you're having this conversation with a client. And the goal of this stage is to get to yes. You want a commitment from both the client and the agency that they both want to work together. You're also at this point going to introduce the stakeholders, the project stakeholders, both on the agency side and the client side. Who are the people that are going to be interacting or taking part in this project? And all of this is going to culminate or lead to a fees discussion. You're going to talk about from a high level how much the fees are projected to be for the project. And this is going to move towards the proposal. Now, step two is the project proposal. The proposal is usually a multi-page document that contains a number of things. It contains an intro letter where the agency describes itself and introduces itself and answers the question, why should you choose us, essentially. It also lays out the key phases of the project, the objective of each phase, what the activities are in each phase, and what the deliverables are. It's also going to outline the project calendar. These are all the dates of all the meetings and all the deliverables that are going to take place within the project and how they overlap with each other. 
It also is going to include the fees and the pricing for each of the phases and then also a total of all the phases together. It's also going to include the legal contract for a signature from the client, which is the commitment to the project and also laying out the legal terms and conditions that are going to govern the project as it goes along. And finally, step three of stage one is project acceptance. This is where the client accepts the proposal, and if there are any revisions, the proposal that are done, they get done, the client accepts it, and then they also sign the legal documents, the proposal itself, and also the terms and conditions contract. Finally, they will end up paying usually a deposit on the project so the project can get going. And this brings us to stage two, the project kickoff and the brand foundation. Now, step one project kickoff. There's usually some sort of a call at the very beginning, a project kickoff call, where you get all of the stakeholders, both on the agency and the client side, on a call together and they meet each other and they discuss the roles and responsibilities of each person as the project is going to be taking place. And then you're going to have a brand documentation review. And this is where the client provides the agency with business plans, user research, past marketing campaigns, brand guidelines, et cetera, any kind of associated projects that have taken place in the past, anything that's going to have bearing on the project itself. So the agency can kind of absorb it all and really understand where the brand is in current state. And then there's the discovery phase. The discovery phase is different from the discovery call, which took place in stage one. The discovery phase is where the agency will probably do some stakeholder interviews to discover insights and attitudes about the brand from the people who work inside the client side company. They also might possibly do external customer interviews so they can really understand where the customer is coming from in terms of their attitudes about the brand. And step two is research. And this can include a competitive audit as well as consumer insights research. A competitive audit basically looks at the client's brand in comparison to its competitive set in the competitive landscape, how it's positioning itself and how it's performing. And consumer insights research looks at either quantitative or qualitative feedback from consumers about the current state of the brand. Quantitative being things like surveys through SurveyMonkey or something like that. And then qualitative could be actual interviews through focus groups or individual interviews with customers. And step three would be brand strategy. And this is either the review of the existing brand strategy or the development of new brand strategy or revising brand strategy. Now, this can include things like the business model canvas, brand positioning statements, mission or vision statements, a brand pyramid, brand personality, brand tone and voice, a brand archetype, brand expressions, both visual and verbal expressions of the brand, as well as the development of a customer avatar all kind of basic key tenets of brand strategy. And again, not all of those things have to be developed or need to be developed, but it depends on the needs of the project and the needs of the brand itself. That leads us to stage three, which is the creative brief. And there are kind of seven major pieces of the creative brief. Now, who creates a creative brief? Essentially, the creative brief is generally generated by the client, but it usually ends up being a working document that is co-created by the client and also the agency. So everyone aligns on what the objectives of the project are. And this is what's included in a creative brief. Number one, project description. So this is what the brand is and what the mission of the project is. Number two are the project goals. What are the business objectives of the project and what must the design actually achieve? 
Number three is the project context and insights. So this is who is the consumer target of the project, who is the competitive set, who are we competing against, and also any kind of key insights that are going to affect the project as it's developed or as it goes to market. Number four is the project toolkit, and that includes things like visual brand equities, and that's any kind of visual design elements that have to be maintained if something is already in existence. Or are you starting with a blank slate and it doesn't really matter? You also talk about communication hierarchy. So that is, in any project, there's generally multiple things that have to be communicated, and so you want to capture what those things are and then prioritize them. So both the agency and the client understand and align to the things that have to take precedent and be communicated in the project. Number five is the project requirements. What are the actual deliverables of the project? Is it a package? Is it a brand identity? Is it a website? And then you also want to talk about the success criteria. How is the success of the project going to be judged? Number six is logistics, and this gets down to exact timing and dates and key milestones that are going to happen throughout the project, as well as the injection of any kind of research that's going to happen as the project goes on. Many times when a brand is doing a project, they will actually do consumer testing to test the design with consumers before it's actually approved. And number seven is approvals. And this is who's going to be approving the work as it goes along. What are the names, the titles, the contact information for the people who are responsible for approving the work? And also in larger companies, sometimes there are multiple levels of approval. So lower level people might approve it at one stage. And then when you get down the road later in the project, you might have to get approval from a very senior person. So you want to lay all these things out in the creative brief. Stage four is the design phase. This is when you actually get into designing. And you want to make sure that the creative brief is defined and agreed to by both the client and the agency because you're going to be using that creative brief to basically kick off every design review to make sure that you're aligning on exactly what the objectives of the project are so you're judging the creative by the creative brief. Step number one in stage four, the design phase, is design strategy. And this is basically where brand strategy meets design. Essentially, you're taking the brand strategy and you're starting to translate that into visual elements through theme boards and stylescapes and mood boards. Step number two is design, and this is kind of the meat of the project. This is where you're actually designing the thing and you're presenting it to the client. There may be actually multiple rounds of review and feedback that take place until you get to a final design. And step number three is user research. And this generally happens with larger companies and it's done as required. This is where you do user research, where you may do quantitative surveys or qualitative surveys to get feedback from users or consumers about the work itself before it's actually produced or before it goes to market. And that brings us to stage five, which is delivery and follow-up. And step one is artwork delivery. So you've finished the project, it's all approved, and you're going to deliver that artwork or those designs to the client, generally in the form of final production art that's ready for printing or production. You also might, in some cases, deliver actual source files. In design, that might be the source Adobe Illustrator or Photoshop files. But in the case of video, many times you don't supply the final source files. You'll actually supply just the final edited video itself. 
And step number two is finalization. And this is where the final payment takes place and also a post-mortem meeting where the agency and the client will meet and talk about how the project went, what was great, what wasn't, in order to kind of tie things up in a bow. And step number three is follow-up. This is in the weeks and months following the project ending, where the client and the agency may interact and talk about KPIs, or key performance indicators, how the design actually is performing. The agency might ask the client for a testimonial or some sort of referral to new clients. And finally, the agency is going to update its portfolio and build some sort of case study, put it up on its website so it can celebrate its work, and hopefully get more projects just like it. So as I said at the start, no design project is exactly the same. This outlines most of the major steps that could happen in almost any project. So if you're a company that's about to engage an agency or a freelancer, this was a step-by-step -step foundation in what to expect and what to consider in a partnership like that. And if you're an agency or a freelancer, this is a great checklist of all the phases and all the steps you should consider when building a project plan for your client. So that's it, five stages of a branding project process, step by step. If you need help building your brand strategy, your brand design, or some business consulting, reach out to us at philipvandusen.com and let's get you to the next level. And with that, bye for now. If you'd like to help support the Brand Design Masters podcast, please rate and review us on iTunes or wherever you listen to your podcasts. Also, if you want to stay up to date on all our content, products, courses, and live video shows, head over to philipvandusen.com slash muse and sign up for the Brand Muse newsletter. That's where we share all the latest news, resources, articles, books, and videos that we recommend to help you build and improve your creative practice, personal brand, and business. That's philipvandusen.com slash muse, M-U-S-E. Thanks again for listening. Bye for now.